White Market Podcast. Free music and free culture. very very special show for you it's something that i've been wanting to do for quite a long time and it's not a coincidence that i've kicked off this session by playing white market podcast's usual theme tune in full the track is actually called sidestep and it's by dobson and it's obviously available under creative commons now if you're a regular listener of the show you'll know that i'm a huge fan of this label it's not only one of my favorite net labels but it's actually one of my favorite labels of all time. They are Monster Jinx, and this episode is fully dedicated to them. Now, this weekend, I had the wonderful pleasure of talking to Dark Sun, who is one of the co-founders and managers, and in in good indie label style, he's sort of a do-it-all at Monster Jinx. Now, before we listen to our conversation, though, I am going to play yet another gem of their catalogue and let the vibe sink into your speakers or headphones properly. This is from their latest compilation called Payback Volume 1 and it's no future with no more no money. 
That was No Mo No Money by No Future and it's available on Monster Jinx. You can find the download links on your website, whitemarketpodcast.co.uk and also on their website, monsterjinx.com. Most of their tracks can also be found on free music archives. So if you prefer to use the FMA to grab these awesome tunes, you can also do that. So... As I told you before, I did have the wonderful pleasure of talking to Dark Sun. And for the first time in White Market Podcast history, I think, uh, the interview was recorded on location. So you'll have to excuse me for the background noise because my recorder is not that great. But even with not so great sound quality at times, this was one of the most exciting interviews I've done for the show. And as it should, I started by wanting to know more about how the whole crew got together. So, Monster Jinx has been around for a really long time. Yeah, world. <laughs> how, how did the whole thing get started? Yeah, okay, so, um, we have two stories that we can start on for me to explain you why we, we put everything together. First of all, um, we're just a group of friends, initially, uh, and right now also a group of friends, but Especially uh, back then, we were just a group of friends trying to make uh, music and trying to publish music that was not really commercial, acceptable music. Let's say like this. It's like alternative music that we felt that really didn't have uh, an output here, like a label. We had labels uh, back then, but um, the labels were folding back then. Why? Because uh, everybody was focusing on uh, editing the CDs. So, CDs weren't selling. Everybody was consuming uh, MP3s. And then, okay, we had a lot of doors shut down on us regarding uh, one, one specific project that started Monster Jinx. It, it was called uh, Monstro Robo, like Robot Monster. <laughs> so, um, initially, we began that project uh, kind of like, uh, like three friends. We really didn't know each other uh, so well back then. But we started doing doing the project, and then eventually, when they had like a good demo, like six, seven tracks, we said, okay, let's let's start, let's try to, to pitch this to, to the labels to see if we can get this on CD, because we uh, we were young kids, young kids back then, and we thought that the maximum top of your career is to see your music on CD. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so eventually, we had a few meetings, but. Uh, things didn't pan out. Everybody was telling us that we were uh, artistic, viable music, but not commercially viable. So, eventually we sat down and said, okay, if we don't have any labels, if we don't have any labels that can uh, put, put our music or the type of music that we want to do uh, out there, so why do we, we don't start the label? And then we started Monster Jinx. The main principle for Monster Jinx back then is that, um, first of all, uh, the music is always free. And enter Creative Commons and so on. But the music is always free. Independent of if we do a physical edition of the, of the music, like a vinyl or a tape, like we are doing right now, the music itself will always be free. It means that even if you don't buy uh, the, the vinyl, the product, you still can download and stream the music on our Bandcamp. Uh, we started to work with Bandcamp like since our third release, so I think we were we were one of the first Portuguese acts there. I think so. Yeah, because Bandcamp is very very young. Yeah, that's it. Because okay, we started in 2008, 2009. So I was looking back then. I was looking for um, a good platform in order for us to have an integrated player and the ability to download music in the correct format. Uh, why I'm saying this? Because we eventually we started with MySpace. We're old like that. <laughs> okay, we are really old. So we started with MySpace. So, but um, and we we also were uh, one of the first acts of one specific approach uh, to MySpace in Portugal. It was called I was trying to remember the name. It was Urban something. It was a, a part of MySpace that really that released Monster Robo back then it was still a Monster Jinx release but it was somehow distributed by by them it was nice it was a good boost for us and um, at the end of the day if I look back I can say that if we we, we had it if we did, if we did put it on CDs back then 
it would it would sell. It would sell a lot. We had a really large number regarding downloads. I'm not going to say the number. I'm just going to say it was really, really massive. I think, uh, well, back then, like you, you also had a few um, independent hip hop labels in yeah. Portugal, and they always exactly. like they're not millionaires, but they do all right. Back then, if, for example, if we're talking about Matarua, Matarua folded eventually because of the CDs, not because of the quality of the artists, of the music, or the management. Martinez is a great guy, he really, really loves the music. But the strategic approach to CDs back then, it wasn't working. Then we had, we had Loop, for, for example, with oh, Rui, really Miguel Abreu. Like yeah. I've got yeah. a bunch was, of their records. Yeah, you, you had crazy records coming, coming from Loop, and it's someone that I really respect, and the work of the label, it's great. Just to name two of them. Eventually they closed, and this is symptomatic because everybody was focused on the physical product on one specific period of time that nobody wants to buy anything. Everybody just discovered MP3s, and everybody's going crazy, saying that I can have thousands of albums on the internet. I can download everything. I can use I don't know Kazaa and things like that. Emu just to download total stuff. So it was for me it was a misjudgment. Um, regarding let's let's do CDs and special I think we had a, a good approach back then especially with the, the free music part and eventually uh, history proved this correct Estás enganado, eu via bem primeiro quando estávamos no carro, daí ter estacionado. Tudo bem, mas tu não tens aquela laia. Além disso, tu sabes como eu gosto de mulheres de saia. Ela tem arte de ser querida, é das minhas favoritas. Acreditem, desta noite eu tiro-lhe as medidas. 86, 60, 86, sempre à frente do tempo. Tirar-lhes as medidas é um passatempo lento. Como beber este licor beirão, eu adivinho que a tua laia esta noite vai ser em mim. Ninguém ia falar com o copo que eu vou lá falar com ela. Aproveita a iniciativa, não Fim, seguras a vela Vou ver se te explico aqui Eu sou o bonito Mas beleza à parte Eu sou quem parte com a bela Agradeço-a só pela madrugada Que é um mime E ao nascer do sol Vai estar com ela né? Já conheço essa versão Da gata burra Contas feitas Segura a conta Quem ela preferir Não tenhas ideias Com esta gata burralheira Ela é demais para ti Tu não tens classe Não, não levas nada Desta gata assinhada Podes esquecer Repara só naquele charme Não tenhas ideias Com esta gata Burralheira. Ela é demais para ti, tu não tens classe Não, não levas nada desta gata assanhada Podes esquecer, repara só naquele charme Chega de conversas, vou passar a coisas sérias Fica aí, aprende como se trata uma senhora Olá, antes de mais, sim, eu tenho intenções Não vim aqui só para discutir opiniões Ali o meu amigo disse que eu não estava ao teu nível Tu não acreditas nisso, consigo vê-lo no teu rímel Os teus olhos são giros, mas o teu olhar é incrível Tinhas que falar de mim, és desprezível a verdade é que nós dois andamos em viagem O que eu queria saber é se sabes de alguma paragem Um sítio fascinante, talvez um restaurante Talvez uma joalharia para contar um diamante Uma festa interessante, o jet set é importante Sugestões aceitam-se a tua presença é obrigatória Ah, portanto, estamos em dia de glória Vieste às minhas custas, agora estás de carteira cheia Então faça favor, manda vir umas bebidas São dois catiçacos e um martini para Camila Camila, diz-me lá porque é que estás aqui sozinha Não importa Estamos aqui, não há melhor companhia Não tenhas ideias com esta gata burralheira Ela é demais para ti, tu não tens classe Não, não levas nada desta gata assanhada Podes esquecer, repara só naquele charme Não tenhas ideias com esta gata burralheira Ela é demais para ti, tu não tens classe Não, não levas nada desta gata assanhada Podes esquecer, repara só naquele charme Afastam-se vazios e são abastecidos Está mais que vista, ela está deslumbrada comigo Rente amigo, vê-se, preparas a gorjeta Estás iludida, ela está farta de me tocar na perna Foi olhar para mim, desapertou o botão da blusa Ainda agora arrastou para junto de mim a cadeira Não fiques tão excitado com coisa pequena Sabes como elas são, testam a ver se vale a pena O teu sorriso triunfo distrai-te tão cego não reparas Mas esta gata me ama ouvir palavras caras Só podes ter bebido mais, estás alucinado Estás a perdida e ainda brigas Estou espantado Ela é minha, a sério, desiste dessa fantasia Querias, isso não te vai levar a lado nenhum Acorda no final, só pode haver um 
não és tu porque tu és muito frouxa com inveja das marcas de batom no meu pescoço Isso foi porque lhe pediste e foi com esforço Tens muita letra, mas isso não desfaz lençóis Ela está sempre a olhar para mim, a brincar com os caracóis Quanto? Eu não a vejo Eu acho que ela foi-se embora Ela foi-se embora Ela foi-se embora Imagina Ela foi-se embora E agora? That was Gata Borralera, taken from that very first Monster Jinx project, Monstro Robô, and it features nearly a handful of Monster Jinx crew members. Strain Pulso, both MCs, Dogson on the production, and the almost magical scratch work of Slim Cuts. And it's this synergy between their MCs and their producers that has kept the label going for such a long time, even beyond the distance that separates them from each other. That synergy and, of course, the parties, as you're going to hear from Dark Sun in a while. But all those things became a reality because of the internet and because of their choice to release their music under Creative Commons. And why Creative Commons? Why, how how okay. did you find about it? Uh, why did you decide to start using it? Okay, so uh, I think I was trying to pinpoint a specific time when we start using Creative Commons on uh, Monster Jinx, but I already used Creative Commons before Monster Jinx on a project that I had before I started Monster Jinx back then. And I discovered it online because I was trying to look... Um, okay, I'm going to give you a precise reason. I really hated what uh, uh, SPA was doing in Portugal, like the Portuguese Artist, Artists Union, because it's not an artist union at the end of the day. And I'm, I'm not trying to be overcritical, but it's not really an artist union. Yeah, it's not. So, I really hated the, the job that they were doing, and before I started Monster Jinx, I had a plan on editing um, a 7-inch vinyl, uh, 45 uh, RPM vinyl, together with a, with a friend of mine, like a split CD, in this case a split vinyl. Uh, that plan didn't, didn't uh, went through, but we talked with, with factories back then, and everybody was asking me, like, um, an SPA declaration, like, documents stating that I was a part of the artist union I'm like if, if it's if this is a, a union why should I be a part of it I don't want to be part of it when and why should I, I I need to be part of it in order for me to release my music okay this could be only the factories that I talked about but a lot of friends of mine even regarding CDs were telling me that okay they ask you for this thing and you need to go to, to SPA and and uh, put 150 heroes up front just to be a part of it. I'm like, what? Does not, this does not make any sense. So eventually I started to read about it on, online and try to see other solutions. And I eventually found Creative Commons. And for me it was perfect because I want to give my music away from, for free. I want to protect my music somehow just to guarantee that, okay, I can have um, control over it, meaning that you can use it, but if you uh, say the music is mine, it's okay by me. You can remix it. Just keep it the same way uh, as far as licensing goes, saying that, okay, you need to share it according to Creative Commons as well. So I think it creates like some kind of movement, free music movement, if you can say about it, because I started as a producer. Okay, I lied. I start, I start out as a rapper, but let's not speak about it. Okay, we ne we're not going to talk about it, never again. <laughs> <laughs> but as a producer, I sampled a lot. My music is sample driven, always is and always will be. And uh, for me to, to think that I cannot sample something uh, because it's protected, I, I can understand that. But okay, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to give the producers a choice saying, okay, my stuff is free. Okay, you can take it, you can sample it. You can remix it, you can do whatever you want, and you already have a lot of artists that uh, are just using the beats and just rhyming on, on it or singing on it and put it online and say, okay, the, the, back, the background track is from Dark Sun. I'm like, okay, let's go. That's, um, there are, um, I've interviewed a few, a few people from other net labels and stuff, and it's always interesting to see how uh, some are a bit more protective. Yeah. They say, all oh, right, we give our music for free but we, we really don't want you to remix it or whatever. Oh yeah, that's trying, trying to... Okay, electronic music is, is always... Uh, electronic music culture, as hip-hop as well, it was always... You have a lot of remixing going on. 
it was always the case and with always going to be the case. For example, I'm also a DJ and I use a lot of edits when I play because somehow I, I can do an edit myself or I can find an edit that I like and I use it. And this is understandable because you are playing and it's important that you have a different perspective and a different vision on the music that you play. Meaning I will not play the same track the other guy is playing. It's the same track but with a little twist. So the remixing culture was always a part uh, of the electronic music culture. And people were getting paid to do remixes. And right now we are doing the remixes for free. It's not downgrading the music, the music itself, the original, it's still there. And even if I remix it and it sounds like crap, well, the original is better, okay? And you, <laughs> you find out, even if you only find out about the music, through my whack uh, remix, okay? And say, okay, this thing is, but I like the, the vocal track or this synth here is nice, let's, let's just hear the, the original track. Right now we have three MCs uh, on our crew, and um, the level of their uh, output. I mean, these these are guys that are close to, to 30, okay. And somehow I think the, you're going you're starting to to refine more of what you do, meaning that they, they won't drop a new track every month. The producers, on the other hand, it's it's a different perspective, and I believe. This is more like ideologic uh, situation rather than choosing to, to go the instrumental way or the MC way. See, especially because we have a, a large difficulty to find MCs that speak our language, the Monster Jinx language. Yeah. And we have a lot, this, this is difficult. And we have a few guys that are doing things that are close to what we do on Monster Jinx regarding the MCs. But they are on different levels already, and they follow different different uh, paths. But as far as a producer goes, I think for me it's easier to find producers that speak in the same I don't know uh, language is a good is a good term. I want to use language. Speak in the same language that that uh, Monsterjing speaks. And and this is funny because if you look at guys like Digital Dreamer, and then you look look up guys like uh, Ghostwaves or like Osem, and their style is completely different from one another, but somehow there's still Monster Jinx and it still sounds like something Monster Jinx will put out. And regarding MCs, it's more difficult. It's not, it's not like we don't want MCs, it's more difficult for us to find MCs. Okay. So if an MC felt like yeah. he could be, like he had some thing to do with Monster yeah. Jinx, yeah. he could come to you. Of course, we, uh, we had one, one guy in Twitter a few days ago that just uh, went on and just um, sent us a tweet saying that how can I get my music released by Monster Jinx? And I'm like, I don't know the guy. And I'm like, okay, just send it to, to this email and we're going to, to listen to it. If it's, if it's cool, it's, if it's in our range, why not? I also like the fact that um, your producers actually produce for your MCs, yeah. which is... It seems very obvious, but sometimes yeah. it's not. It's not, yeah. I think I think it's uh, it's because of our backgrounds. We like everybody that's that's uh, on Monster Jinx right now, that's representing the label, came from an hip hop perspective. So it's normal that first first and foremost, if I'm an MC and I have the next guy like my friend producing, it's it's going to be the the guy that I'm going to call to to hand me out a few beats just for us to do something together. So it's natural. In our crew, if I'm an MC and I look and I see like seven, eight producers, and from my perspective, high quality producers, my perspective only, of course, high quality producers, it's going to be the guys that I'm going to talk about. And I'm going to say, okay, come over, 
send me some beats, let's listen to it. Okay, this makes sense. And I'm going to give you an example for Jota um, Kappa, last album. He had one specific beat, I don't recall completely what was the name of the track, but in that beat, he called uh, one of our producers, No Future, and then he talked with, with No Future, Ivo, and said to Ivo, okay, Ivo, I want something like this. And he gave him an idea, not like a type beat, like sound like ASAP, something like that. No, just want something that was in a specific mood. And Ivo adds a few beats that were on that specific mood, and bam, track, done. It's like this, and it's, that's nice, because if I'm an MC, to have like seven guys, different styles, producing, and I can choose between, between them, that's great. And you also, um, I totally forgot what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know what I was saying. She's not drinking tea, she's drinking whiskey. Probably. <laughs> um, maybe later, maybe yeah. later. One of the things that I also find quite fascinating, and uh, well, in comparison to other countries, Portugal is very small, but most of you are just in completely different parts of the country, yeah. and it still works. Yeah. How, how do you make it Internet. work? Internet. <laughs> We're, uh, well, let's go back to the beginning of the label. So, uh, the label began with a few guys from Porto, but before that, it began with a project called Monstro Robo. And Monstro Robo started out with two guys from Porto, I mean nearby Porto, not really Porto, like Stray is from uh, Gaia, and uh, Slim Cuts is from Lesser. So they're still not in the same city. It's the same city, but it's not the same city. It's like, for me, being from Almada, and uh, uh, Jota, for example, being from Lisbon. It's, it's not the same city. It, we have different stuff. They're, they're nearby, but they're not the same. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm in Almada, and in the, the guys are like 300 kilometers from my location. And we start talking on the, online, and just like MSN, things like that. MySpace, we liked great each one of tracks. Great yeah, times. exactly. And we're just talking and say, okay, I like, I like your stuff. And Stray was like, okay, I like, I like your beats as well. We're finishing up some, some projects, let's do something together. Okay, let's do it. Just, just for the fun of it. So, that distance, eventually, I was like, okay, I'm going to Porto. I'm going, I'm going to visit your, your guys there. And I went there I, and I met them personally after that, we already had like five tracks done before I met them personally. So for us, this is completely natural. For example, one of our producers right now is in, in, in Rwanda, in Angola. And well, it's going, it's going to stay there for a few months more. So I'm not planning on seeing the guy in probably only next year, I'm, I'm going to see the guy here. So. It's normal and for us it's completely natural and I believe that online we have a problem when communicating with people because everything is uh, very literal. Like I write something down, I need to be really direct in, in order for you to get my perspective. I cannot really convey emotion through, through writing on, on Messenger. Okay? It's more complicated so it's, we need to keep the the bonds really close and really tight and we need to meet uh, I go to Porto a lot of times go uh, from, from Algarve comes to Lisbon comes to Porto and just get together everybody and just we have fun we laugh and uh, most of the time we don't speak about music we're just laughing and making fun of each other and this is a monster thing for you so online the internet is is what helps us and we are we're like children's oh, with the children of the internet completely. Monster Jinx is completely internet-based and even if we exist in real life, we exist there. That's our place. And this that's where we we feel we feel comfortable somehow. And for the communication, that's that's how we do it. Because well, I believe everybody in Monster Jinx is some is somebody that I respect, all the artists that are there, all the team that's there is someone that I respect and I consider them my friends. And with some of them, that we are more close, I consider them almost my family. It's like, I know this is very samurai-like, but it's it's like this. Because we are really close and we are going to sacrifice each other for the next guy in the label. This is one principle of Monster Jinx. If you want to be part of the label, you must understand that the label is bigger than any of us. It's bigger than the sum of us. So it's all about the label and it's family and I think, it's easier because of this. Uh, in the last few years, you also started a 
doing a lot of events. Yeah. And like I, I know how events work and things like <laughs> that, but um, how has it been that experience for you? Yeah. Okay, so that's a funny thing because we we starting we started doing events like in 2009, but it was we had a few residencies in some clubs in in Porto. And I mean like weekly residences. But I'm going to say something that is not very cool to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. I don't believe that a lot of people were ready for what we are trying to do back then, like 2010. We are, we are playing, I don't know, LA type beats and really alternative hip hop. And I don't believe we had enough um, people listening to that kind of music in order for the parties to really work. And right now it's completely different. And we are organizing even more and more and more. And we have places there, that, for example in Porto, we have um, Mausabic, it's like a second home for us. Like back in the day, um, Café Olé was, Plano B already was also some place, a place that we called home. We had a residency in uh, Passo Manuel, we traveled to a lot of houses. But right now, Mausabic, and for the, I believe for the, the future, it's going to be Mausabic all day. So we have a party there that's like um, each two months, and we're going to have a surprise regarding the parties. But just to explain you the, the, thing, the thing about the events, I believe that right now we have enough people listening to the kind of music that we want to play, and so our parties are really going well. It's like we put, I don't know, 800 people in, in Malzavich. 800. That's really good. Yeah, that's crazy. And why Porto not, not Lisbon? Do okay. you think it's a culture thing? Yeah, first of all, I believe it's a culture thing and also believe that we created a lot of uh, uh, reports in Porto. So we are, for me, we are Portugal based. We are internet based first and foremost, but we are Portugal based and then, yes, we are Porto based. Because most of our, our, our guys are in Porto. So for us, the name Monster Jinx in Porto carries a different weight than, than it carries here in Lisbon. But I cannot complain about the parties that we had here in Lisbon. All the parties that we had here, Monster Jinx signed parties. What I mean is that it's not one of our, one of our artists playing in somebody's party, but a party that's a Monster Jinx party. It's different, it's completely different. So the parties that we did here in Lisbon, that we are going to do in the near future. I think it's going to be good and I believe... Um, I'm saying this one because as in our parts in Porto I, I see a lot of Lisbon guys. People from Lisbon is, coming, is going up just to go to that party. So if I do a party here... They will go to the party Yeah, hopefully, well. <laughs> hopefully. So, but I believe people are more ready to, to listen somehow, are more... are listening to, to it right now and the events, the parties will will work better because of that. Because people are ready for the type of music. Na Mosta Jinx, sou um preto alternativo Panda, piano, coduro progressivo Gume invertido, samurai citadino Tás carro de palito, yeah, aperitivo Grita comigo, sou o Rick James, puta Não bebo sumo porque estes dreads não me dão luta Iris a queimar, vejo o sol por uma lupa Vim para ficar pegada na lua Esta é a lei das ruas Sésamo, aqui ninguém pia Quando eu silvestro, asas no asfalto Mospito no teto, meu nome é JK Sou o pai do teu neto, eu suego É ver estes geeks aos gritos Não te preocupes se eu escrevo rimas Eu já sou fixe yeah. Sem validade nem existe Para mim não há limites GTA com shit Mama Monster Jinx Slap Diga, diga, banger rap Mama Monster Jinx Slap Armadilha de internet Mama Monster Jinx Foda-se, filho, onde é que encontraste isto? Estás, estás, à altura de elefante Como um tanque, comandante Borras-te todo o achante Estás connosco, estás com jeque Estás à bosta, como o rosto Fumo perto, fumo branco Relaxante, nesta banda Não estou no top, mas gosto de ti aqui 
Sem top, apanhas-me Top em Gamorang Grato Super Box, Super Rock Beba da Almada, mas a pagar na trap Headphones, boom, bat, 3, 7, fim de rap Backpack, eterno jet lag, minado jet Vem só encher no Chanel Jinx Party no motel, sou de Mets, bom mel 99, nenhum drama Uma Jedi à mesa, uma sete na cama Fatia fininho, bota o frasco todo Lixeira brava, moça Jinx é gandaloso Nitronius, reis comensais Agora também a devorar instrumentais Sapato bicudo, laço ao pescoço Causo alvoroço, não duvides moço Eloquentemente badalhoco, tripalhoco Mas fofinho como um bolinho de coco Urso raver, dá-lhe rente Só quero mamas à frente da minha lente A preto e branco ou a cores Chefe nos pratos e me misturar sabores Gordo e stana Membro mais pesado Da cru mais insana Não sou da favela Mas bote chapa quente Esteirei no a gravar isto Possivelmente Mini, mini, mini Ken Lamborghini Volte já Estou em Marta Bebe Martini Mini, mini, mini Hini, mini, mini Oh, o tempo parou Está em slow Quem é que me sente? O pessoal que bate mal Eternamente contra a corrente Salmão imortal Venero ao diabo Faz festas a gatinhos Eu faço festas ao diabo E venero gatinhos Eu vejo mal É para tu veres E a minha barba anda a crescer poderes Chewbacca walk a flame O ninja do espaço Monster jeans rouba a carrinha dos lados Somos mais o Tang Do Cozo Tang Acionistas da Ferrari talk about Monster Jinx's parties without featuring their coolest party anthem. I absolutely love this track. This is called Venera Diab Fashfeste Zagatinj, which translates as Worship the Devil, Cuddle Kitty Cats. Now, on top of having completely insane lyrics, and I mean absolutely bonkers, uh, the tune is also quite special because it features nearly every member of the crew singing, and that includes producers and DJs and even their illustrator. Now, I personally see it as one of the key moments that gave Monster Jinx a bit of extra attention from the Portuguese media. In Portugal, they are already quite successful considering they're a label that operates in a completely independent manner, but they want to spread their Purple Monster vibe further and their plans for the future include going beyond borders. Now, Dark Sun explained us how Monster Jinx deals with the press and how their strategy is currently focused on tackling one of the biggest challenges of music nowadays. In the last few years, you also sort of, I don't think Monster Jinx uh, exploded, but I think you got a lot of attention from the Portuguese press. Yeah. And uh, you're playing regularly on radio stations, in some more than others, of course. Um, and you play on big festivals. Uh, what is your relation with that? Because it's, it's different for... Uh, like to be part of a, a, a major label or being a uh, tiny a small label, label and getting getting press for example okay i'm not really sure why that happened i'm honest <laughs> i'm honest with you because some of our guys on their solo careers uh, they use a lot of um, they have a good relationship with press okay and 
they somehow have, have people there working with them in order to get their stuff on, on, on the media. But for Monster Jinx as a whole, that never happens. Never. So, for me, I think it's a little bit crazy that eventually, I don't know, some, some guys, some journalists, some, some blogs, some podcasts, people notice the, the music and the reaction that I get from a lot of people is that they are the world's uh, fascinated really pops up and and for me for me well I don't really think that we are doing something different that we already we already done in the past but I think we are more organized right now I'm sending people our our stuff I'm sending like two two weeks earlier I'm sending everybody say okay we are sending this to you because we believe your work you do a good work as a journalist as a blogger we really like your work so here's your, here is our, our stuff because if you don't okay so we, we didn't do anything different rega regarding our style of communication so we are we, we got more organized like since 2000 I don't know 13 14 and we put a lot more effort regarding our our ideas for the record. And this is coming up, and eventually this year is going to be a very important year as well. We're going to risk something, and let's see what happens. But uh, our relationship with the press, we just got a few emails, and I don't know, I, I'm recalling, for example, Ypsilon um, by, by Public. I got an email from a great guy there, and it was like, okay, uh, we, we want to interview. I'm like, why? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, he had the context, yeah. but somehow I didn't felt out of place. But it was it was somehow strange to get. For example, I, I had one, another situation, and for me to see a guy like, for example, Simkas, to see him on TV, I understand why he's on TV. I understand his market, and he needs to go there. But for us in Mosquitoes to have, I don't know, people from from newspapers calling us and say, okay, we want to interview you guys, and we're like, okay. Nice. Yeah, we're cool. Yeah, we understand that we need that, but in, in other ways, I don't really know why it happened. I, I believe it was, and I choose to believe that was uh, because of our work, and for us to be more organized and to be more and talking with with people and communicating more and people listen more to what we are doing. And eventually, I think it's the work of the press them to notice when someone is doing something nice and pick up on that. I, don't, I know also that it does not work that way all the time because it's a lot, it's a lot of music coming up and it's very, diff it's very difficult right now for me the major challenge that any musician has, has right now and especially indie labels is for us to get um, people listen to our, to our stuff just acknowledging us like these guys exist this is the problem. It's not like my problem is not for them to to, to choose if it's um, good or bad the music, but for them just to listen to know that we exist. This is really the, the real challenge right now. And of course, I'm going to give you an example. I, we had like um, web forums and and I'm trying to remember the name in English for for that like. And we had a few forums that I put the music there and now it's almost guaranteed that I'm going to have 500 plays there. Like straight up. I'm going to have 500 people just knowing that the music is there. Okay? And right now, this is impossible. I need to pay Facebook. <laughs> I need to boost posts just to guarantee that 100 people will know that our music is there. And everybody is completely overrun by music. I have a pile of albums that I cannot even pick an up on them because I'm still listening to something that it's comes. Like a pile of yeah, shame. yeah. It's like something that came out around June last year. I'm just listening to it right now. So I know that my my music is not going to be treated in a different way that I treat other guys' music. It's normal. So we are completely overrun by music. So for us to get noticed, that's the big, the biggest challenge that we have right now. Have 
I've listened to uh, other interviews that you've done and um, like you have sort of um, you have a strategy. Yeah. Not many labels, especially indie labels, have one. Right now? Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. I'm going to give you the big bullets. <laughs> okay, right now, it's for us to somehow move, move out of Portugal and into uh, an international field. I think a lot of our music has a large potential to be, I don't know, to be heard outside. So for us, the main, main challenge right now and our, one of our points of focus it's to get our music heard by people not from Portugal. Because Portugal, okay, we are listened by a small chunk of people that enjoy our stuff. And I believe those guys, they're going to follow us somehow. Because that's what I, I do as well when I'm when I like an artist. I, I tend to follow that artist. When he, do, he puts some, something out, it's going to be, it's, it's going to go up on my priority list. Uh, for listening stuff, so I believe that we need to get that that idea out, to, to get the music out there. That's our main challenge right now. The other challenge, it's kind of like a secret, but it's something that we are, we are working on. We already risked a little bit on it, and eventually, it's regarding physical editions, and we are going to push a little bit more on that as well, and then put good music out making our artists excel and do the best they can do. Give them a proper a creative platform and the team to work with them in order for them to put out the best music possible for them. And Basically it's like this. Do you, do you listen to other uh, Yeah, um, right now a little less than I, I would like to, but yeah. For example, when it started, um, we were the first really somehow organized net label for hip-hop in Portugal. But we already had a lot of net labels that served as an inspiration for Monster Jinx back then. And right now, I still listen to... Because for, for me, I don't call a net label net label, okay? I just call them labels. Yeah, just a label. And we have, we have a lot of guys that are, are doing great stuff regarding to our style of music. I'm going to give you two, two good examples. Um, one of them is, is 23, that started as um, a platform for, for um, the spreading out of music, and eventually it evolves into a net level. And we had an, uh, another collective that's putting out some great tunes. I think they're really young kids. It's called Slow Wash, and they have great guys there. I was listening to their stuff and I'm like, okay, this guy is crazy. It's, I believe they are really young, like, I don't know, 18 years old or something like that. I get really jealous yeah. when, when, when I see really young kids, like, yeah. doing really amazing things. No, I'm, I, it's, like, for me it's crazy, I'm, I'm like, old. yeah, I'm like, I, can't do this. I, don't, I don't understand that. I'm like, when I was 17, <laughs> I couldn't do this. No, the guys are crazy, I believe. If I put 10 years on top of that guy, he's going to be the best. Exactly. There if, if you focus, it's going to be really crazy. And this is one thing, this is why we pick up a lot of young kids on Monster Jinx. Monster Jinx for the kids. <laughs> I could thank. I could thank. <laughs> but, that's, but that's a good perspective because, well, it's a try and miss thing because, let's say for example, I approach you, I'm, you're producing right now, and I listen to your stuff and I'm like, okay, come to Monster Jinx. And I know that's going to be one of two things. One, you're either going to be that person that's, that has a huge focus and really wants to do something uh, on the music part and I don't mean live uh, through the music, okay? But to be a part of your life, like it's, it's on my, my personal case. To be a part of your life, but it's something that you really put some effort on it and a lot of focus. And we have the other guys that they really they enjoy doing it, but it's okay. I, like five years from now, they're probably not producing or not rhyming. And it's, if you don't, if they're not rhyming or not producing, it's okay by them. And I accept that. I accept that as a reality and something that is natural, that is going to, to happen a lot of times. So it's always a try and miss. But I believe for our label, so far, it's, going, it's, 
it's it's good so i think i have a lot of guys there that are really creative and they are going to do some really big things regarding music if they focus not jota kappa jota kappa is here and it's not him <laughs> not jota kappa all of them <laughs> Okay, you have um, www.monsterjinx.com It's the main hub for everything. Through there, you can go to every place that's, that has something to do with Monster Jinx. You can see the artists, you can see the releases. You can go to our store and buy our stuff. We have um, a line of clothing. I don't call it merch because we are doing something really different with it. So it's like more, it's more than merch. So it's nice. It's, just represent the cause, right? And find us on Spotify, Apple Music, and so on. Thank you very much. Thank you. That was the interview with Dark Sun. He is a co-founder and manager and do it all at Monster Jinx. In the end, he was teasing Jota Kappa because Jota Kappa showed up in the middle of the interview and it was just the typical banter. Jota Kappa actually signs the latest release of Monster Jinx. He dropped his fourth record back in October. It's his second studio album and features a limited edition illustrated book with the poems he wrote and sang. You can grab this one for free, uh, just like all his previous tracks on monsterjinx.com. This is called Despedida. Segure-lhe o cabelo porque ela ainda vomita Enquanto balbucia uma razão prolixa Que a faz não crescer mãe antes dos 30 Passados 10 anos o seu olhar brilha Enquanto segura a segunda filha Quem diria? E nenhum de nós ainda chegou aos 30 Irónico, curioso, assombroso Digo vocábulos como um tico nervoso Para não pensar que naquele dia Eu só queria manter a minha mão naquele rosto Para sempre Até onde o sempre desce Aquele sempre tão lá à frente que até um vidente se esquece Já não me lembro, digo e peço um whisky De voz tremida, ela já não bebe tanto Muito menos esta hora do dia, sabes o que dizem Um homem diz muito sobre a sua bebida E eu tenho as mesmas rugas que a casca quando esta foi envelhecida Brindemos então, ela brinca, levanta a mão, grita 30 E mesmo que minta, agradeço o esforço para tornar mais doce a despedida Eu antes de eu antes vivi, eu antes soube, durante e onde Me juntei a ti, e antes coube, antes houve Um espaço para mim, e antes que hoje se ponha sobre Eu salto daqui, eu antes de Eu antes vivi, eu antes soube, durante e onde Me juntei a ti, e antes coube, antes houve Um espaço para mim, e antes que hoje se ponha sobre Eu salto daqui Ela teve duas vidas, ele teve duas vidas Para criarem duas vidas, esqueceram as suas vidas Eu ainda era um bebê naquele dia em que um voltava e o outro partia E penso que não vejo a chegada porque sou filho da despedida Na linha de partida, sempre quando amanhece Há sempre uma nova corrida e um pódio que nos esquece a glória passageira, a memória traiçoeira A nossa história é um romance que sonhamos sempre à nossa maneira Obrigado aos dois que me fizeram forjado no fogo que incendiou o vosso passado Obrigado a ela por mostrar que a maioria dos caminhos existem para ser fechados Por isso faz as tuas despedidas e segue com essas duas vidas Aceitando o facto que a vais esquecer mas sempre amarás aqueles dias That was Jata Kappa with Despedida, which means farewell, and I'm indeed about to say goodbye here on the show. 
I would have liked to have featured all the crew members, uh, but it was really, really impossible. Sadly, I don't have enough time. But to download their tracks and find out more about Monster Jinx, you can go to their website, monsterjinx.com. You can also like them on Facebook and follow them on Twitter. To find out which songs played on this episode, including as background music for the interview, you can go to our website, whitemarketpodcast.co.uk, where you can find all the direct links where you can download them. Now, closing up this episode with another personal favorite and quite the throwback. This was released back in 2011 and you can find it on an album called Giletes, Papéis e Outros Objetos Cortantes, which means razors, papers and other cutting objects by Pulso. I will be back in a couple weeks time with more free music and free culture. Until then, have a great time. Ano, vida velha, não pode ser séria Eu estou em misteria eterna, não pode ser regra Eu tenho melancolia interna, não posso escondê-la Por isso estou a oferecê-la em troca de companhia Hoje acordei, ela sorria, quem diria? Desejei-lhe bom dia, sem resposta rasguei a fotografia Amanhã acordo, sem lembranças para saudar O que me deixa só doce e com vontade de amar azar Não preciso solução, já sou solução, não preciso aparecer Já desapareci, sou uma borracha que já não apaga Deixei de existir, por isso não brinques com o fantasma Que te acabou de mentir, porque esta cama Deus me perdoou, mas eu amo-a Já passei semanas, sem sair dela e sozinho Duas almofadas, uma completamente inútil A não ser que durma abraçada ela Mas isso é fútil Estou sozinho Estou sozinho, mas não é por isso que não vim Seguro um pouco o marinho, está os dedos e brinco Com um sonho, brinco enquanto o dono Larga de croa, queres te sentar no meu trono? Estou sozinho, mas não é por isso que não vim Seguro um pouco o marinho, está os dedos e brinco Com um sonho, brinco enquanto o dono Larga de croa, queres te sentar no meu trono? Market Podcast. Free music and free culture.